Oh my God. That's her. That is her. <laughs> oh my God. Sar <laughs> <laughs> experience. So Lana is real. That is apparently the case. So what I just played you there is a little clip from a TV show called 90 Day Fiancé. And in that basically it deals with fiancé visa applicants. So basically women or men who want to marry a US citizen, they get a special visa to go to basically the US for 90 days to live there and then they see if it's going to work out or not. And they've turned that into like a reality TV show and it is quite entertaining I must say. Um, I'm going to look at a few different couples. This is the first vodka vodcast. Privyet Zidesi. Normally I start off with that. And I do not have vodka here actually today. I have something a little bit more appropriate for the weather because it is absolutely roasting. It's over 30C here. It's probably about 35 today. <laughs> so I will be saving the vodka for this evening. And I'm going to start with probably the most topical couple on the show at the moment. Now there are ones that from before are even more dramatic that deal with uh, women from the former Soviet Union who go to America to marry an American guy. So the first one is David and Lana or Svetlana or Sveta depending on which version of her name that she is using. And whilst this is a reality TV show, reality, uh, of course there are cameras there and people are aware. So how, re you know, how real is it? Uh, that is a little bit of a point of conjecture. They do get money obviously for appearing on the show. So the producers have a huge interest in making it really dramatic because then of course you and I are going to be glued and the other visitors to our screens and want to know what happens next. Uh, it is very, it's a huge success. It's on TLC and um, this couple, uh, David and Lana, I'm called a couple. Uh, you'll see when I play you a few clips exactly what I mean by putting inverted commas on that. But I think there's a lot you can learn from watching uh, the couples portrayed here, uh, whether it is 100% real or not, or maybe done a little bit more for drama. There's just a lot of lessons to take out of it. This is looking at the David Lana couple. There are a lot of classic trends that you see in guys who actually get scammed in Ukraine in particular and Lana happens to be Ukrainian. So let's uh, jump into a few of the clips uh, with David and Lana on 90 Day Fiancé. I'm excited to watch these. She's well used to seeing guys getting stood up. 
Вообще для меня рядовая ситуация. Заходит человек, заказывает, а к нему не приходит. Это часто. Ничего особенного вообще. Цветы жалко, и все. So, not a good sign about someone being sincere. So let's dive into some other uh, clips. Uh, the, the big point there is, yeah, he's made a huge effort. And if someone doesn't show up and you travel all the way to their hometown, what would you do? I think most people, <laughs> I think everybody watching uh, the show is obviously thinking just, just end it, right? Because someone doesn't show and you travel. Not, first of all, he traveled from America to Ukraine. Then he's gone to her hometown, which is not a big city like Kiev. It's actually a place, it's revealed, uh, Pav Pavlograd is the name, and not that I've ever been there. So, uh, yeah, if that happens to you, if you make a big effort, it's a pretty easy uh, call on that one. Move on. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be traveling to Ukraine to meet my girlfriend, Lana. I met Lana on a foreign dating site seven years ago, but we've never spoken to each other on the phone. And we've never met in person. We communicate only through Are the dating real? website. <laughs> he's never I'm spoken on the phone. She is and 27 he's years old. With an engagement ring. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. And I feel very lucky that she wants to be with me. Oh, that says it all. So he is on a pay per letter website. So basically he's paying for communication. That is very simple. Don't go on a site where you have to pay for communication because the incentives are terrible. Uh, you know, this website doesn't make money if you meet someone. And website makes money if you're on the site because they're charging for that communication. This is a huge red flag straight away. But he just referred to her as, her, as his girlfriend. Very interesting if you've never met someone in real life or actually spoke to them out, having a real voice conversation with them. So I think it's pretty easy to conclude that David is in love with a photo. Uh, he has not, uh, or whoever is writing behind the photo, he's not actually in love with Lana because he has never had a real conversation with her in the sense of voice conversation from what he's saying in um, seven years. I mean, yes, what can I say? There are people who do communicate for a long, a long time from abroad. He has actually gone a few times to Ukraine, apparently. Uh, we're going to find out more about that. And... She has always been a no-show until the final time when I guess TLC had their cameras there. So, yes, I know it is drama to a certain extent, so we have to take that into account, but this is something that really happens. Uh, there is a guy who lost 300K, uh, euro, uh, dollars, US dollars, uh, just communicating with a Russian Instagram model, or he thought he was communicating with her, but in reality, he was not actually talking directly with her. It seems mad, but there are people out there who do this and maybe you're not going to get 
caught out for 300,000, but you make a caught out like some consulting clients have had when they come to me, I'm able to show them that they are literally being catfished and um, yeah, they're down maybe a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars. I always like to talk about the average scam value, that is ASV. And uh, for this one, yeah, it can be, it's normally about 1500, 1500 US dollars. So even if you don't get caught out as badly as David, still be very wary on these sites. So obviously this is a show that goes on over a long time. It can go on for, I guess they have the 90 days, they have before the 90 days, and then they have uh, maybe after 90 days. I'm just gonna play you a series of clips that I think are relevant where you can learn stuff from. Of course, if you want to, you can go and search and watch the whole series and uh, get into every little detail of the whole story. But for our purposes on today's podcast, we're gonna stick to a few. So this is an interesting one because they go bowling together. They have a date in uh, Ukraine after she shows up as in the first, uh, after seven years. So let's see how he gets on, David. So if I get a strike, if I get them all down in one ball, I get a kiss. Mm. Okay. Okay. Мне нравится проводить время со Сэвидом. Хух. Но я думаю, что ещё рано для поцелуя в губы. So that is no red flag. She's not really interested in physically yet. She needs more time, uh, seven years. Obviously this girl is a little bit slow in showing her emotions and getting intimate with someone if it's after seven years of communication, real communication. Obviously that is very unlikely in this case. So there he started off and there are two things to pick up. One is using Google Translate. So it's not perfect. Uh, you need a lot of patience with it, but at the same time, you don't actually need an interpreter to pay for an interpreter to be with you. Uh, I normally don't like um, if clients are spending a lot of time, they're investing a lot of time into uh, a woman who doesn't speak good enough English to have a, at least a reasonable conversation. Uh, I just think relying on Google Translate is a little bit wishful thinking. The language of love, uh, you still need to be able to vet people and really be able to communicate with them, build a bond. So. Yeah, I'm not a big believer in that, but okay, he is able to make this basic communication thanks to Google Translate, which wasn't available a few years ago. Now, the second thing there you can see is his frame. Now, he's framed it as if he uh, gets a prize for knocking down the 10, I guess they're called skittles, is it? Oh, yeah, pins, pins in the bowling, and then he gets to kiss her, right? So she, he's now framed everything that she is the prize. Uh, never mind the fact he's just flown from America, pursued her five times. So this is an extremely weak frame, right? He's not qualifying her whatsoever. He is basically setting himself up um, for disappointment. And he's putting, like, she's put her here and he is down here, even though he is the, the wealthy guy uh, who should be presenting himself as a big catch for her in order to be attractive. He's come with a very weak frame. Now, the idea that he's playing a little bit of a game uh, you know, with the bowling and stuff and making it a little bit spicy with uh, some sort of forfeit, that's actually a pretty good idea. Uh, but he should have made the forfeit something like, if you manage to knock down 10 bowling balls, then you get to kiss me, would be a lot more <laughs> effective than saying, you are the big prize, can I please get to kiss you if I knock down 10 bowling uh, pins? It's, yeah, there's another word coming to my mind, but I'll reserve judgment on it for the moment. Things are getting better and better, but I gotta do whatever I can to get a strike so I can get a kiss from Lana.
Boy, does she look relieved. <laughs> does that final bowling ball didn't go down. Let's see how he gets on later. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so maybe I get the kiss just because I came all the way here? <laughs> no, if you can't knock down the 10 bowling balls that you framed as being uh, what you needed to do to get a kiss from your goddess girl, uh, if you can't even knock down the 10 bowling balls, she's not going to kiss you, man. Obviously not. Let's see if he manages to knock them down eventually. <laughs> Come on, get it. Come and get it. He's knocked them down. <laughs> oh. Okay. Turn your cheek. That's a little bit, well, it's not a little bit, it's humiliating. That is a clear indicator that she's not interested in the kiss. This whole frame, everything about it has put him in such a weak position. He looks needy, he looks pretty desperate, and uh, she does not look like she is interested in him whatsoever uh, at this stage, romantically. Because there may be other incentives. Let's see, let's move along. So this is another red flag uh, in Russia, Ukraine, Belarus. Women very rarely make the first move. I would say almost never <laughs> is it going to happen. And here she has actually written to him based on his profile. Highly suspicious. Now, apparently on the, some of these dating sites, this is actually normal. Uh, that the women are writing first, which is, of course, culturally the opposite of what would happen. So they're sending out, there's probably bots sending out the original emails, uh, possibly. I don't know what website this was on. And uh, then he's replying to it. And then probably a team of translators typically gets involved and they will, he will talk to, he thinks it's Lana, but it'll actually be a team of translators. Now it could be a site that actually at some stage she is on it and she does talk to him. But uh, Ukrainian women are not, very rarely writing to guys first. It is extremely rare, unless, unless they are disingenuous and probably a scammer. So this is a big red flag uh, for scammers. So now we see maybe her reason for meeting him to get the gifts. Um, I think that is another. I mean, he doesn't see that, so we're just getting to see what she says. And again, this is a little bit probably dramatic. This is maybe not the way in reality she's thinking, but of course, it makes it more gripping. Uh, drama to see it that way. Uh, 
какие это были отношения? Ответь, пожалуйста, на вопрос. Сайт тебе платит за общение с Нет. So there she's being, uh, she says that she, well, she doesn't answer the question, but she has been seeing other men. I don't see what's wrong with that at all. Uh, she's not in a relationship <laughs> with David, clearly. Uh, she's not married to him or anything. Um, and she's never met him in real life. This is so... I mean, I feel... I don't know if I feel bad <laughs> for David or not. I mean, this is pretty rough, obviously. So what can we say about the fact that David went all the way to Pablo Hrad, uh, which is a way out of the way to meet a woman that he has never spoken to? It suggests he has a scarcity mindset. That means he thinks that this woman is so much better than any of the other options. There are probably millions of other options in Ukraine for him or in Russia or in Belarus that he's willing to go make such effort to go to a small town to meet someone uh, who hasn't, he hasn't had any real uh, verifiable communication with uber scarcity mindset uh why didn't he just invite her up to kiev so that he wouldn't have to go there maybe pay for a train ticket or something would have made a lot more sense uh but obviously uh this is one itis as it's known as he has got there's only one woman in the world uh, obsession um so yeah a bit sad i would say now just also note that she has an iphone there um this will become relevant a little bit later on i noticed this when i was going through it Lana. Will you marry me? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So there he's proposed to her, she has accepted as uh, surprisingly considering her body language and her reaction on her face is pretty uncomfortable. It, she does not look happy at all. Um, interesting, he's groaning very weirdly all the time when he touches her. Again, it's all a bit strange, a bit uh, creepy, I would say. Oh, she said yes. Lips. She did say yes, yeah, but I don't know if you should be happy about that. <laughs> I have my girl now. I really have her. Everybody thought that she wasn't going to be there to meet me. Not only was she there, but she's now mine. Yes. <laughs> she's mine this is a man who's always been obsessed he's one itis he has uh, he thinks 
gotten his girl but now let's see if they actually go through with the marriage her body language again very um, negative towards him she doesn't really kiss him doesn't look that intimate remember she's just accepted a marriage proposal so uh, a bit strange to say the least я очень очень счастлива потому что дэвид сделал мне предложение мы наконец-то можем начать процесс получения визы и быть вместе в Лас-Вегасе. Сейчас мы будем использовать телефон для общения больше, чаще и сможем оставить сайт знакомств наконец-то. So there, she's finally going to get off the dating side. So he is paying all the time to communicate with her for seven years, yes, for seven years. And now he's given her uh, an iPhone in order for them to communicate. Not that she, it's just very unlikely she uh, wasn't able to communicate him before for the last seven years, but now she's actually agreed to get off the dating side. For him, that's a huge victory. Seven years, I don't want to know how much money he spent communicating with her. Um, yeah, what else to say? Move on to the next clip where it's actually uh, after the proposal and he's on his call with the other participants in the series and they are about to comment on uh, his relationship which should be interesting why didn't you get lana a real diamond ring she wanted to pick out the ring she wanted to, wanted to wear and i accept that so when i went to the the jeweler and i didn't know her ring size because lana didn't know her ring size she doesn't wear any rings she doesn't have anything he said, do not buy a diamond ring that you're going to resize. Dude, I don't know, man. I think, I think the website's a prop. I think the ring's a prop. And I'm sorry, I think this whole relationship for you, and I feel bad for you, is a prop. I'm sorry. That's just a lack of commitment. So that's Big Ed, who's a big character on this show. He's in a relationship with a woman from the Philippines on this show. And he has nailed that. Site is a prop. Most likely, they, it's a fraud, there's no relationship, and he's been taken for a ride for the last seven years, exploited for money, and now he's probably gonna get exploited again, unfortunately. Uh, whether to feel sorry for David, I mean, this is a tough one because uh, his behavior is so needy. Uh, maybe he has some sort of uh, mental illness that he would pursue someone for seven years. It's a little bit, um, yeah, either he's been manipulated to such an extent and that he doesn't have the defenses uh, because of illness or something, so it's a bit sad. Uh, if not, then yeah, making decision to pursue someone for seven years online, maybe to some people it sounds romantic to be this determined to conquer, uh, but basically you're ignoring all your other options um, and you're not normally, people like this are not normally taking the advice of their friends who can see uh, that this is not genuine interest. And Big Ed has called it out there. Props to you, big man. Let's see what else is said. I, I, and I'm not a millionaire, dude. Okay, I'm sorry I don't have as much money as you, but $2,000, that's a lot of money for me. But I was really in the risk it. And I didn't want to go down there and give her a ring that was going to fall off her finger. The jeweler's like, ask her what her ring size is. And so I, I asked her if she doesn't know what her ring size is because she's never worn a ring in her life. So oh, she didn't know please, what it was. Come on, David, wake up, wake up, wake up. You think, Come well, on. you think I don't know her for eight years? Woo! There you see him getting super defensive, but Big Ed is right. But you don't know her for seven years. Can't ask her to go to the ring. Some people uh, just don't want to see the truth. Uh, David, 
You said that you have proposed to other women. How many other women? Uh, two in America and two, uh, two in Ukraine. Two in Ukraine, two in America. Did the other three get real diamond rings? Okay, so there he's revealed that he has actually proposed to other women before, given them real rings. So I guess maybe he wasn't quite as one itis. Uh, didn't give us the time frame there. Was this before or has he been talking on these sites um, with Lana and then also dating other women? That would actually be something that would be more in his defense. At least he explored these options before. Uh, yeah, well, he was investing a lot of money in communication uh, with someone who didn't show up five times. Uh, give person one chance, but they don't show up. No one's worth coming back and back again for no matter how hot they are, over the commas. I don't understand how you could allow yourself to torture yourself for seven years. I didn't have a relationship with her for seven years. I've known her for seven years. So David, is Lana still on those dating sites? She's still on the websites, you know, talking to her friends because she just moved recently to Kiev and is living with her sister. You know, David, I, I feel for you, but um, this was a job for her. That, that's what people don't understand. She doesn't get paid. You still today don't think she's scamming you? Oh, I know she's not scamming me. Oh, oh. So it may be true that the website is not directly paying Lana, uh, but they are almost certainly paying uh, a funneling money in some way back to uh, typically the agencies that uh, run the translation services when you're talking to these photos uh, and they are then paying the girl or the woman for the use of her photos uh, and then if she needs to come on and do something like take a pic with a with a present so and so forth to make maybe make a little video clip make it personalized or maybe not even personalized that they want them to do that so they pay them for it and you have a complete state of denial. I know she's not scammy. She's still on a communication website, even though he's proposed to her and she's accepted. Again, this is what I mean. Some people, they just don't want to see what's obvious in front of them, unfortunately. But he did clarify that he didn't believe they was in a relationship for seven years, that maybe this is something recent. He was trying to start a relationship. That's why he went so many times. But again, yeah, super weak frame. Listen to me, D David, I don't understand. If, if she's engaged to you, that means she's not on any more websites. No, she's, that's she's not taken. how it works, Ed. Ed, that is not oh, how yes, it works. Yes, it is. But then that I is, could go yeah, online today. Is. The problem is I could go online today and start talking to her. I don't want to, but I, I, I'd be horrified if that was the case. You probably could. Those are her only friends. The people that she's talked to for eight years now, nine years now, on that website are her friends. When she's home alone and feeling a little depressed, that's her out. That's her escape from her life out there. David, clear something up for me. These men are actually paying her Not paying to be in her. a friendship with her, correct? They're paying to be on the site by the minute to talk to her, yes. But David, you look like such an intelligent person. And it's a business. This is a business. And I know you I, love her, and I, yeah, I can see I, it. I pay I to be on the websites. To avoid being scammed. Oh, oh, oh God, this guy's in such denial if he really believes that. He's paying to be on this, this guy's uh, he's paying to be on a site to avoid being scammed. He's obviously never Googled how these the business model of these websites. Paying for communication. And I can easily afford it. So it's not a poor man's game. We admit this. It's not a poor man's game. 
Yeah, but David, seven years, buddy, seven years. You're being scammed. She is not, Ed, okay, Ed. But I heard that there were catalogs that you yeah. used to get that were actually mailed to you. That's how I discovered it back in 1994, 1995. So this is now poor man's game. Well, um, what can I say? He doesn't seem stupid uh, when he's, he, I mean, he's articulate, but yeah, he just seems obsessed and he seems obsessed with Ukrainian women. Now he's going to dive into it. Seems that he's been doing this since 1994. He had the catalogs, these some photos. Actually, whilst a lot of people that stigmatize that, um, it's not that different from a dating app and Tinder and swiping left and right. And we all think that's pretty normal today. Uh, so I don't think that was a problem. Actually, back in the 90s, it was probably more legitimate than it is today because uh, the economic situation here was terrible. Men died very young as a result of the collapse of communism and the Soviet Union. So actually, a lot of women just generally want to leave to marry an American. Um, that, and they had few options to meet them. So this actually was a way of facilitating that. So he's been a veteran of this, and this is probably, I'm guessing, why he's proposed in the past to Ukrainian women. Uh, so this seems to be his latest um, um, bell shall we say? Before the chat sites. There was no chat, there was no communication with girls, there were just pictures. Okay, and so you'd kind of flip through like a photo album and look at who you're interested in. Yes, and you would say, oh, I invite that girl to the social. And then you would go to, to uh, Kiev and you at the social, she would be there if she accepted. How many times have you been to the Ukraine? 20 plus. Wow, David, it's a, that's it's a an, lot. It's an amazing adventure. <laughs> Definitely, it's an amazing adventure. Here, I actually agree with David for the first time in this entire <laughs> David, how much clips. money have you spent going over to Ukraine, being on these sites? How much would you say the total cost has been? Oh, um, uh, I mean, to be honest, it's uh, probably quarter million to 300,000 or so. Now that seems like a huge amount, but actually he does say he's been doing this since 1994. So that is over 25 years. So I guess that's about 10K per year. Now if he's including flying over and his expenses and he's come many times, um, it's, actually not, it's, it's actually lower than I expected it to be. I mean, this guy who lost, the other guy who lost over 300K in, um, to an online letter writing scam, he did it in less than a year. So actually, considering how much he's been communicating for so long and the different options, um, I'm just surprised he hasn't spent more. So maybe he actually has been pretty reasonable. I did mention inviting girls to socials there. Again, socials is another thing. It's basically like a private party. Uh, it should work in, in theory, but in general, it just seems like it doesn't work very well. Also don't uh, advise uh, socials because uh, the risk is that you'll end up just talking. I've, I've spoken to people who've been to them. Um, people have the same means as David even. And yeah, it just seems like they didn't get value uh, for money. Basically everyone talks to the same girls. A lot of them then turn out to be pro-daters or scammers, unfortunately. So uh, the prettier girls. So what is my conclusion about David and Alana? Well, Alana does not seem to be uh, extremely interested in David, judging by her body language and her reaction to facial expressions. Every time they're intimate, she does expect the accept the proposal, but she seems more excited about going to America and having someone pay for it. She's also, she seems at 
the youngest to be in her late 20s, maybe early 30s. It could be a time where she realizes that maybe going to the U.S. is a good idea for her to get out of Ukraine uh, and maybe look for someone else when she's there. That's what I would be fearful of if I were in David's position. Now, there are lots of red flags paying on a communicate for a communication site. Disaster because the incentives are wrong for you uh, speaking with meeting legitimate matches. Um, uh, not showing up five times. This is ridiculous and you shouldn't reward this bad behavior by pursuing someone anymore. Someone not showing up once is just disrespectful. Full stop. Move on. Um, then what else? Claiming that she can't communicate off the site for so long. Well, does David really believe that she can't do that? She could, if she wanted to, she would find a way to figure out who he was and write to him uh, without him having to pay. Think about the, like, if you were considering marrying someone and they don't care about your finances, do you want to be in a relationship with someone where you're going to be spending money together? It's a very bad sign. Now, on his side, I mean, he has pursued this for a long time. There's nothing wrong with uh, coming to Ukraine, obviously, and pursuing uh, uh, women and doing it online. Uh, and using tools that are available online, that's actually pretty sensible before you come here, you can expand your options, but you really need to know what you're doing. Deva obviously has a lot of experience, but doesn't seem to have been very successful. He's proposed before and um, spent a, a considerable amount of money, not as astronomical as thought it was gonna be, but a lot of money and not gotten, it seems, a very good result. Um, he also, he's, he's coming from a very weak frame, um, which is quite interesting because in theory, especially if you read a lot of red pill philosophy, uh, they would say that basically as a guy, you just have to focus on resources and then the women will come. Uh, here you see what happens. It's like David is attracting not really women who are generally interested in him, it appears in this case, uh, but someone who may be interested more in maybe his money. Uh, so this is a little bit of a disconnect uh, with respect to um, you know, leading with money, which is the, a big issue in all of this, especially in a poor country like Ukraine. Uh, it puts a very weak frame. There you see he puts her always as the prize that he has to conquer. And yet, maybe that's promoted a little bit by our narrative in film and like Hollywood, that the guy pursues the woman and he wins her heart. But in reality, it's very needy and a very weak frame to come from. So overall, David's behavior is not putting him in a very strong position. There are a lot of red flags that actually Lana is not interested in and probably involved in some sort of scam over the last few years. And he has lost a lot of money and invested a lot of time and a lot of emotion. That's why he's been so committed to it. And at the end of the day, he is going to apparently bring her to US uh, on a fiance visa and potentially marry her. I would be very skeptical to that this is gonna be a genuine relationship, but um, yeah, maybe it's also part of the way it's, it's obviously portrayed in the TV show. It does need to be dramatic, a little bit like a telenovela, like those Spanish telenovelas. I don't want to say something um, cruel because I don't have all the facts. I haven't spoken to him personally, but the way it's portrayed puts him looking very weak, very needy uh, and have a scarcity mindset. And that is a recipe for not succeeding. It's a recipe for failure if you come to Eastern Europe. Definitely drop me a comment below and let me know what you think. Uh, we're only obviously seeing what we're being allowed to see on the TV and there is, you know, uh, maybe not all the facts are there, but for me, that's my reaction to David and Lana 90 Day Fiance. 
So how should you do things properly? Well, you definitely need to not go with a weak frame. You need to be strong frame, be assertive and lead here in Eastern Europe. Uh, that's actually something I've been working on now with the participants on my new online bootcamp that's already closed for enrollment when this video goes out. Uh, we are working on exactly these things, things to do beforehand when you come to Ukraine or Russia or Belarus, the frame to have, how to, you know, design, organize the perfect date. Um, how to lead, how to be a server, how to test for gold diggers. Uh, I did have my first bootcamp, which is called Scambuster uh, Bootcamp. We identified scammers. We did a lot with these letter writing sites. So at the moment, both of those uh, bootcamps are closed for enrollment, but there is a link below and you can go and sign up uh, to my mailing list because I only open these bootcamps normally uh, to my loyal friends or on my email list. So you type in your email list. I will send as a thank you. Uh, to you my checklist for the five biggest mistakes made by foreign guys when they come to date here in Eastern Europe. Uh, that's just an extra thank you to you uh, for signing up to it and then later on there will be a chance to, uh, when I open up enrollment again to get in on the boot camps. Now in the meantime because I'm sitting in the Palais Royal Garden in Odessa, Ukraine uh, and I have my first clients finally coming uh, this summer, my in-person uh, clients to live the czar experience. It has been a very strange year in 2020, obviously with the coronavirus that has curtailed everybody's travel. So if what are you doing next week? And it could be you, you could be here, travel permitting um, here in a city like Odessa, Ukraine, or in Minsk in Belarus, or maybe in St. Petersburg in Russia. Uh, so if you want to apply and actually learn um, what I'm teaching my, the participants on my new bootcamp, which is Slavic Seduction Secrets, the seven Slavic Seduction Secrets. We will work on that in person and you will have an unforgettable weekend here. You will obviously avoid all the scammers because you don't want them wasting your time, your money and your emotions. So what I see is possibly happened to David, almost certainly is happened to David. You will avoid that if you are living the Zara experience and plus you get to be coaching those seven secrets in the medium. Plus, we will just have an unforgettable time here. You don't have to worry about, you know, organizing um, where to figure, figure out where to go out. Uh, you're going to have access to my 10 years of dating and travel experience here in Eastern Europe. So you don't have to spend 10 years figuring this stuff out. There is an application form below in the description to this video. Uh, go click on it, fill it out, and then I will take a look at it. And basically, there is only a very small select group of people that I then get in contact with and we will discuss uh, on a strategy call for maybe 10 minutes whether it's a good idea for us to work together, what will the logistics be, and then it could be you here in Eastern Europe with me living at large in 2020. I'm going to now review uh, two other couples from this series, uh, 90 Day Fiancé. They are coming up the next two, Vodka Vodkas. Me, Conrad Klein, see you very soon in the next one. This Vidanya, Dopovachna from Odessa, Ukraine. Sar Experience.